Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim. Today we do have another guest, and we have lots of fun things to talk about with him. Yeah, but he's very first, silly. yes, first a word from our sponsors. <laughs> okay, um, well, our product of the week. Okay, so we have a different one this week. Okay. Um, so it is from Doris Muna, gifted energy healer, medical intuitive, and it is a flower essence spray. Um, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that these work amazing, and um, her energy spray for this week is Dorothea Essence's Grace Spray, and this spray actually helps connection to the divine, helps open your heart to find your true calling and purpose and embrace grace it works on the soul level and gently helps you with healing and moving forward so that's pretty amazing um there are four of them on special right now if you go to her website dorotheaessences.com so that's pretty awesome another good one so this week i am excited because i am going to take noella um my 13 year old to see adam lambert Mm -hmm. and what i think is extra cool i've always liked him did you watch him on american idol yes yeah did Mm -hmm. you like him Yes. I okay. Did. So, did you yeah. see? And like, I really felt like back then, years ago, I was like, he's going to be huge. Did you feel like that? Oh, I mean, he blew everyone away. Like crazy. Yeah. Like you, you can still go and watch his YouTube of those of those American Idol performances, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, no one in the world has a voice like him. Yeah, it was surprising. I remember being shocked when he was uh, not winning. eliminated. Yeah. But it was a God thing because he, I don't yes. think his career wouldn't have been the same. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has been public about channeling Freddie Mercury. And we went to see, my family and I went to see them two nights in a row because we're crazy mm-hmm. um, and spent insane amount of money. <laughs> but uh, it was worth it. Yeah. But he does. He channels Freddie Mercury. And then now what's really crazy and cool is that he has a new album out. And you can really see and hear it. And he is saying that he channels Prince through his music. And Mm. you can really, I see it. So I'm extra excited this week to go see Adam. And my daughter's like, oh my God, are we going to be in the front row? Because we got general admission at this little old theater. I forgot what it's called, but it's like a hundred year old theater in LA. So So does he sell out more when he plays with Queen? Yeah. 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 But he's still pretty huge. But I, I, he doesn't play very big venues by himself, but with Queen, it's like crazy. Like big. strange? Oh my God. He's just meant to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Well, I am excited to introduce an, an old dear gifted, talented friend, um, Prabhath Gotham. And um, we have worked together. He is the founder of Positive Television, Positive TV, does a lot of work with um, nonprofits and, and celebrities in really unique ways and animal activist stuff. Um, and I've known him probably, I think, gosh, now maybe 15 years or something. I don't know. I lose track. But we actually first met um, doing Toastmasters for public speaking vegan Toastmasters and um, critiquing each other's speaking and then we started just working together and going to different animal rights events and um, consciousness events and he had me speaking at his group at UCLA and we've just been in touch off and on through the years Um, always been friends and we've been back recently in touch because Eden and I um, went on the show Jane Unchained yeah and that was really fun and we we have it has like 1600 views already did you know that Prabhupada? 
it's crazy. I know. Is that good? Um, I don't. I stopped. <laughs> I actually unliked it after I heard you get Because, you know, with you social media people, once you get the like, you get excited. But if I unlike, I then you get the like again later. That's so controversial. Really, like, if you want to see the perpetual likes, people should keep unliking you throughout well, the Well, if you make bad comments, like, it might add more more viewers because they'll want to so. know why it was bad. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. What is that yeah. the, that that saying? Um, bad uh, bad publicity, bad publicity is, is good, good publicity. publicity. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so, yeah. you know, serendipitously yeah. right now, we were out in the lobby of the studio and I used yeah. to rehearse here with Vegan Vixens. That's when I would hang out with you a lot. And so I'm telling him, oh, that room reminds me of when I was with the Vegan Vixens. And all of a sudden the band in there starts playing Born to be Wild. And that's what we used to perform on stage. So they, they oh. started playing it exactly when I told him that we'd rehearse in that same room. So how funny is that? Oh, my gosh. Or, or she played the radio with Born to be Wild, and this whole story is made up. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Well, for the, Sounds good. For the viewers that are listeners out there that don't know, Eden and Kim were like, hey, I'd love for you to do my podcast. It's in a dungeon in one of their houses. Like, this is not a studio. <laughs> it's in my attic. This is not really what's happening. It's all lies. I don't know where I'm at, but hopefully I survive. We're yeah. holding him hostage. Yeah. yeah, you'll see pictures That's later. That's good. You're lovely him ladies. So up. if this is how it ends, it ended well. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Tell us more about you, what you do, the work you do. I know you, you use media for good. And what does that mean? Nothing. It's just I say that. It sounds good. It sounds good. I mean, r- really what I realize I think early on in my kind of my activist life is there's amazing activists doing wonderful work and they do these reports they do this wonderful stuff and then nobody knows about it so mm-hmm. I sort of strategically I moved to LA from Oklahoma which everybody should do that's in Oklahoma <laughs> um, and the idea was okay if you come to LA you're going to be around the most influential people in the world right like the biggest celebrities the biggest philanthropist all the big nonprofit organizations right if they're not headquartered here they're going to come here because there's a lot of money and media here so that was sort of the idea. So I came here in 2000. I was working in two different dot-coms, one after another. And the idea was, how do you use people of influence to whatever that influence is, whether it's money or fame, to do maximum good? So mm-hmm. this many years later, I've helped produce, it's like over 700 events. And and with Jane, so Jane Velez-Mitchell, who we talked about earlier, right. she was a really famous CNN reporter. And she's brilliant. She had 17 million views last year, 17.5 million. Wow. Hmm. And one wait, day, wait, I thought that didn't yeah. matter. Oh, it, for me, I think it's. I mean, what I, I, I mean, uh-huh. what I didn't tell people is I, I am actually on the other side. I'm trying to protest Jane. I'm trying to get 17 million boycotts of Jane. But, but in that whole world of social media, one day Jane called me and it's like, okay, well, we have all these people that are doing her shows. But she didn't know how to do Google Docs. Like Google Docs, if you guys don't know, it's like Excel mm-hmm. spreadsheets, right? Right. So I'm teaching this 62-year-old social media genius how to do a spreadsheet. Right. And it's helped her grow her platform. And oh. it was like, okay, that's something that I can easily do. As I've been on a bunch of nonprofit boards where we used, for people that don't know Google Docs, let's have them as a sponsor next week maybe. Ah. Um, <laughs> and I'd like a percentage. But yeah. Google Docs are great for people that don't know about it because it's a spreadsheet where everybody can see it in real time. Uh-huh. And then you can go look at it. It updates right away. In the olden days, right, um, when Eden's kids were not around, right? In the <laughs> olden, olden days when they, were kids, when they were embryos, you would have to email back and forth these spreadsheets. So mm-hmm. what I think I kind of learned early in my activist career was with each person to figure out what area they need help in and mm-hmm. then help them in that one area. So with Jane, it was just understanding how to do all the Google stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that's when her sort of 
her I mean she was growing it anyway but it it saved her a lot of time from doing a bunch of brainless activities so that's sort of like in a nutshell like my life so I meet with nonprofits I learn about what they're working on and then you figure out okay what are little things they can do mm-hmm. today because everybody's always like oh when you get a million dollars when you know I've listened to your previous podcast because mm-hmm. uh, again I was forced in the basement to hear every show you've ever <laughs> yeah. done yeah. all 25 um, all of them the <laughs> best one with your husbands by the way That's right the best oh no podcast. you're gonna make them get yeah. conceited now yeah. oh my god i mean the, the best <laughs> one that should be canceled was with the husband but besides that i mean they're the biggest stars in in their own minds right they so, are so but when i heard some of the, the past podcasts you know what you sort of see with like all these people in the activist space right the idea of waiting till everything's perfect before people start and that's what i love about all your guests they're like mm-hmm. just do it Right. Like there is no make it perfect. Perfect is where you are today, and you're mm-hmm. going to be more perfect tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like that's some kind of movie line or something. You're perfect today. You'll be even more perfectly perfect. You're imperfectly perfect. So that's sort of my pitch to all organizations that I meet with. Like I meet with a lot of celebrities that are about to start a foundation. And it's like, okay, if you want to start a foundation, you can go through all the paperwork. You can do it, or you can be under an existing nonprofit. It's called fiscal sponsorship. And then you can be launched in a month. So it's like, let's wow. get you. If you're really serious about it, right. let's launch you in a month where you're in another group, see if it's actually making traction, mm-hmm. and then go full-fledged. But I I just really have very, I mean, I'm unique in my craziness, but mm-hmm. I have so little patience for people that are like, oh, my gosh, I would love to do this to help. And then the next 20 minutes about every reason why they can't do it. And it's mm-hmm. like, if we would have spent those 20 minutes, actually, we could have created a little Facebook page. We could right. have like Take made a action. list of all your friends that are willing to help you today. And that's the thing with all the new world of not just social media, with all the crowdfunding, you can just email your like email your friends, call them. You're like, hey, I need to raise money for this. And if you raise $1,000, it's a 1000 more than what you it's had before you started talking. Yeah. And yeah. I think this is encouraging because a lot of people I know are interested in, in creating a nonprofit, but they don't yeah. know even where to begin. So That's so, my whole life. Do I mean, they call like, you? They do. And I mean, they call okay. me a lot of names, but I usually, yeah. I still <laughs> return their calls, but yeah. Okay, yeah. so they can call you if if there's someone out there who yeah. who they wants have to, to be do very serious though. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll lecture them because yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there's a wonderful lady that I'll introduce to you guys soon. She was raised in the foster care system and she was adopted and she sort mm-hmm. of talks about that. And I was like, well, you need to tell your story. And you know, it took time. I think it's been like six months now. But I was like, when you're ready to tell your story, find me and I'll make it happen in the next two weeks. But until you're ready to make it happen us texting back and forth and doing it's endless lunches anywhere. is a waste of everybody's time. And mm-hmm. I think she's a wonderful human being. But I think I learned long ago in this process that it's like nobody cares about good intentions. It's like it's all action steps. Like we all want the world to be better. We want every person to be fed. Mm-hmm. But what are we doing about it? That's do? what I loved with some of your guests earlier. Right. Like your Ralph story, like steal groceries from Ralph's and feed the homeless. That That's what that's what Eden and Kim are saying on their podcast. From Ralph's, not from, Sprouts. No, market. from Ralph's, because the doors are locked sometimes. So figure that's out worse. figure out when they're locking it, steal some groceries, and then start feeding the homeless. And go that's, hang out at a museum with Andy Dick. And go hang out. Yeah, which, tell yeah. us about that. Did you own a museum with Andy Dick? Uh, those are two separate things, even though there should be a museum dedicated to Andy Dick. So in 20... 13, I'm the founder of the first animal rights museum called the Animal Advocacy Museum. Which I've been there. Which you've been there. Yes. It's the Kim Museum, really. (laughs) But the idea was, like, how do you educate me about all these animal issues in the most, like, thoughtful, loving way? So you've used no Beagle Freedom Project, which is an organization I love. So beagles are one of the most tested on animals in laboratories. Mm -hmm. It's very sad. 
what they've done is they've gotten the state of California to make pass a law where anytime universities test on any animals, those animals have to be put up for adoption unless they're so badly hurt during the testing that they have to be euthanized. And the lady named Shannon Keith, like Shannon spearheaded that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, you're helping all these beagles. So what we had at our museum was photos of three, like one beagle and three really cute photos of the beagle. And it's his story, Gadget. And it's like, my mom's a nurse, so sometimes I get to go to work with her. My dad, um, Ryan, Gadget's dad, uh, Gadget's human dad, like worked on the show Wipeout. And so he designed sets. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I get to go to work with my dad. So it's like, okay, how can you educate people about this issue without blood and guts and depression, right? So it's sort of, that's I think what I kind of learned from the media world mm-hmm. of so often people want to show you everything terrible. And there is a time and place to know that information. Right. But the majority of the time, people are like, okay, how do I fix it? They don't how want do to I know help? like the history of like, like I tell this to people all the time. I don't need to see every child that's in child that's a child soldier, every kid that's exploited, mm-hmm. to know I'm against child prostitution and know against I'm against these child soldiers. You know, you could be against it. You don't need to know every person's name and see yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and if you're against it, well, what does that look like? Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's opting out of companies that are involved in child mm-hmm. labor. Good it's opting out of like there's a great documentary I recommend called Dwar- Darfur Now, which is about how one kid who worked at a coffee shop figured out the California State Employee Pension Fund. So all the state employees, that fund was putting money into helping fund the genocide in Darfur. And this kid figured it out. He got, I think it took maybe a year, year and a half, he got Arnold Schwarzenegger to sign a bill to get California to to divest out. Wow. And it's like one kid figured that out. That's amazing. And he's still alive, which I don't know how that happened. Like, like, I don't know why the Sudanese government didn't track this kid down. Yeah, but... Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I think like there's there are people that they did. We don't all need to do all the research. We just need to do, take the steps. So, so and yeah. but you owned a different museum. So after Andy, Andy and I had a gallery together. Oh, so okay, so we had the museum gallery. in 2013, and then we moved to a space in Woodland Hills, mm-hmm. and then and the place we moved into was a no kill dog and cat shelter. So you can't do a lot of events with like 80 dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, I love event spaces. Like I just love that. And so Andy and I had been friends for years, and Andy one day called me and was like, hey, I have this gallery. I've done nothing with it for three months. Are you? Do you want to partner with me on it? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, Andy, that sounds like, well, I want to do a charity events every day. I want to raise awareness about a bunch of causes. He's like, oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was cool. Um, Andy <laughs> has a few pro- uh, newsflash for all the listeners. Yeah. Andy has had a few He's drug unique. and alcohol problems. I don't know if people yeah. know that. <laughs> uh, but he had been sober for a good while and promised me that he would not get back into drinking and doing drugs. Um, which is, I, I think he meant it in uh-huh. the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, you yeah. know, I think it's. Um, you he had know, good intentions. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think most people, when whatever they're, wherever they're at, right? Right. They believe they're like, Bill Clinton probably won't hook up with the next woman he meets. Keep your daughters and sisters away Uh, and grandmothers. Like, I mean, he means well. He just may not, he may think uh, better for himself, like five seconds later. Oh, my God. So with Andy, it was quickly similar where Andy had a few problems. And then there just was a day where I was like, you know, I'd never, ever been around somebody that had used drugs and alcohol like you know you have friends they smoke pot or something but i'd never this been around like severe an addict right yeah and he hadn't like bathed in like three days and i was like i don't go camping like i need to bathe every day <laughs> mm-hmm. so i was like 
that's like, did you go camping? He's like, no, I've just been drinking. It's like, all Mm. right. But then what I learned in that whole process is Andy is such a beautiful, loving human Mm -hmm. when he's sober. Right. But, But the key in that is like, that's kind of life in a microcosm. Everybody is like... Jeffrey Dahmer is a really good neighbor until he's eating your neighbor. Like it, everybody's great <laughs> until the when and if. So Andy's not Jeffrey Dahmer. I, not, not that I know. But Andy's a really good hearted person and he is really generous right. when he's in a good place. When he's not in a good place. I've seen him. I remember I just yeah. you you gave me a flashback when yeah. I was doing the Vegan Vixen events. We saw him at a an event, a red yeah. carpet event. And he was drunk and he was acting a little yeah. bit kooky. Yeah. yeah. A little obnoxious. Yeah. He probably grabbed everybody in yeah. that line. And and <laughs> so we had talked to Andy about that and how that's not OK. And and when, again, when he's sober, like he really wants to help kids. Like mm. he had, it's this whole thing where we talked about he wants to go to. I said, Andy, I want to help do it a whole thing program with just the Andy program. Let's have you talk to college kids all over the country and talk about how your life went on this one trajectory that is very different than like if you think about where Andy was at, Andy really was as big as Ben Stiller as all the big, big, big stars, mm-hmm. right? Um Will Farrell. Like Andy right. Andy's probably above them. Like at his heyday, mm-hmm. he's probably more funny, more famous. But the difference is if you're if you're producing a movie, are you going with a really good comedian that I think those other comedians are good, or are you or are you going to go with a funnier comedian that you don't know if they're going to show up the second day to set? Right, right. That's the. I mean, my favorite favorite expression is the most important ability is availability because I think it's so the truth. Like, and I feel like that's like my life like journey in L.A. Mm-hmm. Of you don't have to be the most competent, and believe me, I'm not. If you know me, uh, like you can be the third most competent, but if you're, you're early you're available. and you're always responsive to people, yeah. third goes to one really fast and kind when, and kind. <laughs> most people are kind um, most of the time uh, when but, they want something. Yeah, when they want something. But <laughs> yeah, so that was sort of my experience with Andy, and what I learned was sort of how so many of us that care deeply are enablers. And I remember a good friend was like, "Well." Andy's trashing the place. We got to clean it. I was like, no, we don't. Like Andy and I are 50-50 partners. I'm not clean. Like he's mm. too old for me to clean up after him. Mm-hmm. And I said to Andy, I was like, you know what, Andy? We're just going to leave it trashed until you want to you clean it. Wow. And you sort of try to work with him. And the biggest lesson was like Andy's ex-wife, his children, his girlfriend, his boyfriend, his other boyfriend, whatever. And if none oh. of them can fix Andy... <laughs> What made me think I could? And I thought, well, we have a four-year friendship. Uh, And I believed, well, if you're just a really good friend and you care and you're loving and supportive, (laughs) and then think, yeah, you can be all those things. And in the end, the person is still picking up a drink or using drugs if they want to or if they feel like whatever the deeply rooted issue is, if they don't deal with that. Mm -hmm. And the best, best, best lesson in that whole experience was you can lovingly say goodbye. The most important thing is say goodbye. Mm. Uh, and and Andy, you can't fix them. You can't fix them. And Andy and I, are, we're, I'm still friends with Andy. Like mm-hmm. I'll text with him. I'll check on him. And like I always say, like we all love you, Andy. Right. And, and when we had our gallery together, I said to Andy, Andy, go to rehab. Hmm. Don't pay your half because you're probably not going to anyway. Like go to rehab, oh. fix yourself. And when you're back, you're always welcome here. Like I'm not kicking you out. We just need you to fix you because every day you're not fixed. Right. And then there was the whole incident where Andy, you know, was clearly not appropriate with this young lady. And I was not there. And I learned about it. And I was like, Andy, that will never, ever happen again. Because if that happens again, like, we're going to have some major problems. Right. And, and like, our whole goal is to uplift people. And if you're doing something, it doesn't, you, work. doesn't matter how altered you are. 
you don't know what that person's history is or what they've been through. And mm-hmm. it's like, if we're trying to raise a higher consciousness. So if that's what you're trying to do, we're all on the same team. If that's not what you're doing, then, and I, you know, I worry for Andy. I think, yeah, we send him light. For yeah. Sure. And I think Andy and what we talked about, about, and you know, there was a day where, you know, we had a long, we had talked like four in the morning and the next day I said, do you remember our conversation? And he remembered it. And it was that he should go to all these colleges and be the cautionary tale for the kids and oh, say, wow. like, this is what my life is. Mm. And the, the fragmented relationship he has with his children, all the opportunities he lost. And it's like, it doesn't matter how talented you are. You're going to lose opportunities. And the quicker you guys fix yourselves, mm-hmm. especially college kids, you know, yeah. like that's when they're really getting into binge drinking right. and they're distracted by a lot of stuff. It's like, you know, he's, a, he's the example of what not to do. He's what not to do. Yeah. And he knows that that's what his role can be. So we mm-hmm. had sat and had conversations about him writing a book. And I said, Andy, I'll help yeah. you do the whole book tour. Like, let's get you wow. speaking because you could save so many kids lives. Mm-hmm. And I still hope he does that. Mm. And and whether he does it or not, you know, we just we hope the best for him. And Sounds like we're a lot of learning today. for you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the best course I've ever been in. The Andy <laughs> Dick uh-huh. class. Yeah. Where life. is he today? I don't. I, the last I talked to Andy, he's he's still in L.A. and I think he's trying to start a new place. And with Andy, I mean, it, when he's busy, he's great. And that with you know the whole thing, like some people, they just can't sit still. Mm-hmm. And when Andy was sort of on the Andy game of his best, Andy would clean our place. I was like, Andy, we can hire people to like. He's like, nope, it needs to be spotless. So he would just be upset. He has an obsessive personality, right? It's and like when the that's highs channeled, and lows. yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's Andy, I think, is, again, just this beautiful being that we hope it doesn't end badly for. Because mm-hmm. we're in L.A. We know countless musicians and comedians. You know, you know the Chris Farley, what, the Scott Weiland. You know oh, all those stories. Well, we yeah. knew we knew what was going to happen with Scott Weiland before it ever happened. Oh, man. And, yeah. so Loved him. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we send love to Andy. And um, yeah. it, we'll make sure Andy's never a guest on this show. Well, you um, no. said, no, wait, you just said something, I you said really something interesting right yeah. now because you said we knew it was going to happen. And yeah. you told me that you have precognition and that you used to not believe in oh my gosh. spirits and paranormal. And then you're like, oh, my God, me and my sister have this gift or it's maybe the, not a gift. I mean, it's the craziest thing. So it was probably like two years ago. I will like experience just, I mean, I'm a pretty happy person most of the time, you know, like I'm upbeat. You'll just feel the sadness and you're like, why am I sad? Like nothing happened today to make me sad. And then like two days later, you learned somebody died that day. Um, like, I get that. And then, yeah. and then I, one day I was having severe chest pain mm. and I remember saying to people that I was close to, I was like, I think I'm having a heart attack. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've been vegan like 20 years. Like <laughs> I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. Maybe you should start. I, I thought about starting. That's what I always tell people. It after my Andy Dick experience, I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to start. Maybe that's how <laughs> I'm not going to start. But but what then would like, Andy Dick do? I know what. What would AD <laughs> that could be a movie. do? I know. So but you start having I started having this chest pain, and then it turned out this couple I had met 10 years earlier that I like adore them. The husband and wife, the wife volunteered for Angelina Jolie's foundation, Kind, mm-hmm. which I'm super involved with. Mm. And so her husband was hiking and was stabbed that, oh, that Wednesday and night. And the chest hurt. And my oh, chest man. hurt. Oh. So I was like, I had probably seen these people three, maybe two, three times in 10 years. But, you know, they're just people you just, when you meet them, you're like, I like those people mm. for whatever reason. And 
And then, you know, when you learn about it, it's like, this is so crazy. And so there's a, one day I was like, okay, what's this thing called? Is it, does it exist? I started talking to my sister about it. I'm like, this is nutty, but this is what I, she said, I have the same, the same things wow. that happen. So there's, I have an older sister, me, and then we have twins after. Mm-hmm. So everybody talks about how the twins are all, you know, connected. They have mm-hmm. all that stuff. But it's like, well, but maybe she and I, three years apart, or have this right. same whatever the thing is, yeah, you know? that can happen. But yeah, but it's called Precognition. I'm watching this documentary, and they talk about a lady named Kathy Eldon, who her son, Dan Eldon, was a reporter who was killed in, in Mogadishu in Somalia. And that somebody had told her mm. he was going to be, he and three other reporters would be killed. Oh, God. And what's crazy is Kathy and I are really good friends. And she and I were going to expand her space creative visions before I partnered with Andy on the gallery. So it's like I might have missed my Andy That's years. Crazy. But, yeah. but to see Kathy in this documentary and to know somebody told her about her son's death. I knew her son had died, but I didn't know somebody had told, gave her foresight about right, it. Right, right. Oh, and then what yeah. you start realizing is, so this is my big preacher moment if I haven't done it the whole time is that I think the spiritual new agey feel goody world uh-huh. has done a giant disservice to themselves like when they've come off as wacky and kooky and crazy what's ended up happening is the people that are doing legitimate amazing work it all gets undermined it's the same thing like you have really good preachers of all or you know ministers mm-hmm. of all these faiths you have this sketchy shady not appropriate ones that make them all look bad. Right. It's, and it's I'm hard. not religious whatsoever, I but I still think there's a, you know, I, I met with Martin Luther King III to help them, you know, plan the 50th anniversary memorial for MLK Jr.'s uh, assassination. Wow. And it's like mm. his father was a pastor. Like his father is flawed, like everybody's flawed. Mm-hmm. But his father was, you know, like he's he's a reverend, you know. So I think the same thing kind of in the spiritual world of there's too many people that are selling like an MLM, multi-level marketing mm-hmm. thing. So it comes off as hokey when there are real people that have these gifts where they yeah. know about things. Yeah. And I was the biggest critic of it all. I was like, <laughs> like when people like, oh my God, like I had this dream about whatever. I was like, yeah, you aren't sleeping. And like you're, you imagine the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it's all made up. And yeah. I, and now sort of my mantra is, like when people like everything happens for a reason. I'm like, yeah, everything really does happen for a reason. Generally, the reason is like my big thing now is if some kid gets shot while sitting at like a bus stop, right? That's not random. That's a that's retaliation for somebody killing somebody from the opposing gang, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, everything really does happen for a reason. Like there's a deeper reason why these things happen, right? And I think too often the sort of new agey, like oh well, it it, it was too vague. And I think what it did is it it upset a lot of sort of the more scientific kind of people. And they just felt like, okay, well, this is just a way for people to look at crystals, make everything sound good (laughs) and not do the work. And I like the next person that says, I'm just going to sit here and manifest it. I'm like, well, man and woman, woman manifest it. Like go do the work. Like the way you manifest it is not your trust fund parents buying it for you. But so many of the manifest people, they're like, I'm going to manifest it. And it's like, no, nothing happened a year later because all you've done is sat hoping to manifest it. Right. That's like the secret. Yeah. They, that's what they claimed that you could just manifest. There's some good things in that too though. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but yeah. for the most part, I think that's what yeah. I got out of that vi- right. video too. Was th- that was the message that you just have to imagine or manifest or visualize, and it's going to appear. Yeah, it's a mix. I yeah. mean, yeah. definitely, I've had I've had a lot of things on my vision boards come true, but it's a mix because I'm doing the work. And yeah, that's yeah. And that's why it's happening and, too. Yeah. So yeah. I think to me, the secret was that, but yeah. it depends on how you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, what I always love is the secret is it's not really a secret. Like work hard, meet really <laughs> good people. And my other thing that I'm obsessed with is like. 
if your five closest friends are all drug addicts or all like shooting people, it's not like your destiny to be shot. It's just, it's, it's law of percentages. Like if your five best friends all got <laughs> shot, you're probably going to get shot. If your five best friends are all like super, like, you know, into trying to make the world better, you're probably going to be a pretty conscious person making the world better. Mm-hmm. You're both going to get killed or die one day, <laughs> but the way you're going to die is probably going to be really different. Like the gunshot versus like, all right, you died at like 90, you know? Yeah. So I, I just think so often people kind of, it's dismissive and I think it's a cheap spirituality mm-hmm. where people are like, well, I guess it's just how it was supposed to be. And it's like, and that's why I'm, I am obsessed with preventable death. The truth is most people die from things that are preventable Mm -hmm. it was not their time right Right. Mm -hmm. it's their diet it's cancer which is all the environment all the environmental factors right it's their intoxic relationships with everybody around them Mm. they're unhappy with their job unhappy with their partner Mm -hmm. well that's going to up your chance of having a heart attack Mm -hmm. and and so it's like was it your time to die or was it everybody around you was toxic and what is it in your life that didn't push the toxicity and i actually think really good people attract the most toxicity because I think when you're a light and you're positive because I see it all the time with the organizations I work with you have these beautiful loving wonderful people their closest friends are dragging them down well and it's you like, have to learn to, to set boundaries cut cords yeah. And, yeah. and energetic like our other episode we did uh, energetic protection that's important and, and that's what this is about, Kim. So Eden and I have decided we're starting our own podcast. We're cutting the cord with you today. You've We've been, been this, is a, this is actually it's an intervention. Again, intervention. It's an intervention. Oh my God. Kim, and, and I, I hated to tell this to you. Your children are also joining us on the new podcast. They're moving out. They've turned against They're me. done. They're oh done, God. Kim. You laugh too much. There's too much love in that heart. That's what our producer Scott always That's says. He's, he yeah. gets upset because I laugh too much. And you guys, too loud. all too you loud. listeners, Not too much. it hurts your ears. I'm so, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It Thank spikes you. the volume. Well, right? I'm proud of you guys for cutting yeah. the cords because it needed <laughs> at least you're in, we're in the truth. We're finally in yeah. the truth. We're free now. We're free. All right. All we're right. All a bunch of geeks. All right, Eden, we're leaving. We're out. Yeah. Anyway, I want to I want to yeah. really quick say the the title of the Jane Unchained because we forgot to mention. So That's Prabhat right. is the host, and Holly, what's Holly's last name? Edwards. Holly Edwards and Prabhat are the hosts, and um, Eden and I were on. And the title to look up on Facebook is is the show Jane Unchained, live with Kim Summers Eggelsey and Eden Sustin talk about finding your gifts. And so we talk about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and um, vegan and animal rights stuff and also um, all about this show and how we um, followed our path and found our gifts and dare to be ourselves. And so. how you found each other. Like you, right. you knew each other from school and then circled back. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that is fascinating. I say that to Kim all the time is that how Kim and I always stayed in touch. We always we, like circle back. We didn't mm-hmm. see each other all the time. I mean, her husband's really big and strong, and I'm scared of him. Uh, but I, I love, I love Edwin. Edwin's yeah. great. But it's like, you know, she's for those that don't know. I mean, she lives in Hawaii. She gets flown in for everything. No, she doesn't. Like in LA, if you live like 50 miles apart, that's people like a seven-hour so car ride, and people go crazy. Yeah. But Kim and I would always text at least, you know, a few times a year and just check in with each other. And then there's just a time. Then we have spurts where we see each other a ton. Like, and then maybe gonna, this time it won't be like big period where we don't. Yeah, this time we see each other like three times in a month until Eden and I start that podcast. Yeah, I know because you're we done. We're breaking up with her right now. We're breaking so. up. Okay, okay. I mean, and I just want to say, Kim, it's not us. It's you. It's always okay. been you. It's not us at all. Uh, 
I'm, okay. I'm the toxic friend. No, you're actually so no. positive, and and I'm the, the whole time I've known you, you've always like brought really positive, good people. And I met Eden through you, and Eden's great. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm, yeah. Well, can you tell us um, yeah. where we can find you and see more of you? Here, I'm just going to be here at the podcast every week <laughs> in like, the dungeon. In the dungeon, I'm not leaving. Um, so positivetelevision.org, where you can learn all about us, and then. For people that are interested in all the charity stuff, you know, you can email me. It's prabath.gotham at positivetelevision.org. We and, should, we should yeah, spell that. Um, P-R-A-B-H-A-T period G-A-U-T-A-M at positivetelevision.org. Um, or you just um, find people where people are found. I don't know where they're found. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and I just want to yeah. say for real, yeah. I, I, I feel like you're so authentic and you're the real deal. And oh, no. I recently referred you to somebody yeah. and I was like, and this person I referred you to was like, okay, but you know Hollywood. And I'm like, no, no, you can trust Prabhath. He's mm-hmm. the real deal. So mm-hmm. thank you. And you, you always bring me good people. In my Even life. though you're cutting me off. I mean, we're not cutting you off. We're just going to meet you again down the road whenever you're more successful and have more money because that's what L.A. is really about. No, I, you know, I don't think that's what I think. No, I'm I think, joking. I mean, my sort of obsession with L.A. is everybody has to use their gift for maximum good. And right. Whether it's fame or it's you you a podcast it. or you're like, you're the best accountant, the coolest people that give their accounting services for reduced or free because they believe in these causes. You just meet the most amazing people. Right. Mm. Like you two. This is, that's so good. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, thanks for coming and leaving. And mostly thanks for leaving. I'll uh, wait for me outside. Um, the the, the <laughs> car is the car is running, Eden. Okay. And um, I have the other cell phone for you. It's like, okay. I'll start one with Scott. Okay. Right, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> our producer. Oh, Scott, okay. Scott's actually. We're gonna our, do a rock and roll podcast. Scott's actually on our team as well. We don't oh, want to no. tell you, Kim. He'd, he'd already agreed. Like he's the one that got the car. <laughs> oh, you're shit out of luck. Oh Sorry. man. But you know what though. This was just you manifested this. Oh, this okay. Was your I attracted it. No. Well, because you're like this spiritual, yeah. arrogant, you know, <laughs> hokey. You guys are cracking me up. Oh my yeah. god. No, but this is. But I really do love your podcast. I think it's so needed and important. And thank you. And thank I you. highly recommend and encourage everyone to listen to all the episodes. And then, right. And then in their own way, figure out how they can inspire people in their community. Like, mm-hmm. There's yeah. a million things people can do. Just do one of them. Right. You know? I mean, it could be something so, as small as volunteering at a nursing home to. Farming your own nonprofit. So yeah. whatever works for you. Taking action. It's all action steps. And the best thing is even if you do the wrong, like if you do something that didn't work the way you wanted it to work, you're going to learn important lessons. And and the best thing I always think is support somebody that's already doing something. Mm-hmm. Like everyone always wants to start their own stuff, but support somebody already right. doing it. Right. Because there's something amazing about people who go and support other people. Right. Stuff. And that's what Eden and I are doing yeah. with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. We, yeah. we are like the sounding board for the founder and putting a lot of time into that. And it's very meaningful about mental health awareness. So yeah, it's a wonderful organization. Look it up on Instagram, people. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm never on social media. That's why I'm usually happy. But um, <laughs> for those who want to be on, go find it. I, I think I'm getting kicked out. I mean, I see the directors, the producers. We're the, like, cut, cut, yeah, shut mean, up. Just I mean, kidding. Eden's <laughs> children are here. Kim's children are outside. They're, they're leaving with Eden's children. They're starting their own kids podcast. All right, well. <laughs> Eden. This is good. Okay. This has been great. I mean, thank you. I feel Prabhat. like I've grown. I've laughed a lot. We said that our goal was to have a funny episode right. coming up. So we, we you might little be, did I know it was going to be uh, yours. You might be funnier. I think he's yeah. trying to compete with the husbands. Right? I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we'll see who episode. wins. It could be a competition. All right. Well, I'll make you cry next time. I'll bring onions. <laughs> This we're gonna do. <laughs> this has been great, really. Yeah, thank, and it'll thank never you. happen again. But this has been great. Good. I love this. No. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna read about Forever, the company Forever. 
Um, do you ever have, oh no, do you have precious memories located in multiple places and on multiple devices? Yes. Are they stored safely, privately, and no. easily accessible? Definitely not. Are they organized in a way to use them, share them, and enjoy them? Mm, Probably not. not. Mm. But this company can do that for us. So during the holidays right now, they have a lot of good deals. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it with my um, old videos for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm not asking what that means. Oh, any kind of video. Any video. Any kind. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's saying. I wonder if if they allow any kind of video. I'm sure they do. Let's ask. But how you find out is go to forever.com or you can also go uh, to Cynthia Striegel's page, Facebook page, and you can uh, look up foreverCynthiaStriegel.com as well. So if you go to the Facebook page, it's a Facebook group called Deja U, D-E-J-A, and Memories for Life. And then the website is spelled, it's forever Cynthia Striegel. So it's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-S-T-R-I-E-G-E-L.com. Awesome. Hope you check it out. Well, this has been very fun and funny. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed and laughed a lot with us. And um, can you guys announce that I get to stay uh, I think we need there. to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys will find out in the next episode yeah, if I'm still here. See what happens. <laughs> It'll be reruns. She's been canceled. No, Kim, we jumped the shark. Kim, you have to be on the show. Okay. Okay. Because Eden needs somebody to like fill in whenever she's bored. Right. So, oh, that's true. Know. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.